Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Evil! Evil! Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of... Evil Man Classic Original Formula Chris, I thought that was a fantastic intro Thank you so much, James I tried my best, I really did I'm not James, I'm a Michael (laughs) Just kidding, everybody Mike is late um, yeah, so you're going to do an impression of Mike yes, the whole time? Yes, I shall. Um, we're recording in the Sonar Studios today. Yeah, Mike is late, um, but uh, hopefully he'll join us as soon as he shows up. Because yeah. normally we just wait, but because we're in the Sonar Studios, we have to rent out a block of time. So with Mike being quite late, we just have to start without him, and at some point he's going to walk in. Yeah, that's right. But do you have another impression of him just to make the listeners at home feel uh, a bit a like good, we're all here? Um, it's me, Chris. And me, Michael. He sort of does that, right? <laughs> yeah. Or say, um, tell me what you watched on TV last night. Last night, uh, both my wife and I watched the 80s comedy Elvira, <laughs> Mistress of the Dark. That's kind of like Mike. <laughs> God bless him. Yeah, the other day I was having some fun. <laughs> no, that's great that you are having some fun. Yeah. It's great to um, have some fun. <laughs> um, All right, Mike, that's what you get. To, if I'm late, you guys yeah, can Yeah, and if I'm me. late, you guys can absolutely um, tear into my ass. If you're... <laughs> Always, James is always finding a way to get people to tear into his ass. No, I'm just saying if you want to, you can. <laughs> and that's fine. This mic, I've got the headphones on. We're in a new studio. It's a little weird, isn't it? Because yeah. we're... We're not facing ki- each other. No, we're not facing each other. We're facing a wall. I mean, we're still getting used to it. Hopefully it... This, my mic is really hot. <sighs> See how crisp it picks up my breathing? That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what you could do? When you were younger, did you ever download like audio porn? <laughs> like on Napster, I remember like coming across. Like, no way. So it's like of audio of someone being like, ooh, I'm doing this to you. And that to you. I wasn't I, seeking I'm it out. You. <laughs> I'm oh, hugging yeah. you. Mm. I'm hugging you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I mean, I'm always looking for ways to try to, you know, make us a little bit more money to, you know, help with our bills. If we did kind of a Patreon only Chris Locke erotic audio thing where, you know, you someone for ten dollars could buy a MP3 of you saying like, mm, yeah. I'm hugging you. I'm I'm your husband. I'm on the couch. That'd be sweet. Um, <laughs> I'm hugging you. 
as your husband. Oh. I turned my levels down a bit. I feel like Oh yeah. It's a still a learning experience. Of my mouth is. Yeah, we got this new Oh no, you heard that breath pretty deep. Mm. Road production unit thing here. Mm. Really it, most of the things that you need to know are color co- coded like blue, green, red, yellow. Mm. Which I'm finding like really exciting. It's like Remember that game, Simon? Yes! The colors on this road production module are like, remind me of Simon. It was that game, it was like um, a disc, and it had like a bright and then blue, go, yellow, green. And then you go, doot, doot. And you'd go, doot, doot. That, yeah. Doot, doot, doot. Doot, Fuck. Yeah. I was That's thinking an old of. 70s game, I think, that kids still got in the 80s oh yeah i remember it yeah um so i was when i was i would drove in to the studio obviously and um that i was just playing my spotify and the gordon lightfoot song read my mind came on and i teared up do any songs because do that gordon for you? is gone or because no i just love the song it's so sad well Beautiful by Gordon Lightfoot is pretty heavy for me. Oh, I don't know that one. Beautiful. Something like that. Is it, you're beautiful, it's true. I forget how it goes. I think that's, that might be James Blunt, but. Well, I want to get back to, I'm sorry, Well, but it's a good tier, right? It's a good tier. It's just a beautiful song. I think Gordon Lightfoot was really, really good at that. He, he was, was. An, an incredible poet. <laughs> that's for sure. You want to get back to Simon Says? I want to get back to Mike being late. Yeah. Because... When you said we should show up 50 minutes early on top of our call time, mm-hmm. our booked time, because, um, you know, Michael from, uh, different Michael from Sonar was going to give us the run through on how to use the Yeah, room. new studio. New studio. Guys, yeah. it's crisp in here. Yes. Um, I was submerged in a bath, a really warm, mm. comfy bath, mm-hmm. and I had to cut my bath short to make sure I made it on time. I know. I'm and just I, talking about sacrifices. And listen, I am late all the time. <laughs> I I really can't throw stones. Yeah, you were still kind of late today. I was still like five, ten minutes late. <laughs> Mike, though, coming up on half an hour. But um, but when I because late, I here's one thing that I knew we I knew considered. we had a hard six out. Yeah. So these episodes are got to be tight. That's the so thing. I was like, if if I know we literally can't be late, I won't be late. If it's like, you know, no big deal, I might be a little late. I think, um, in defense of Mike, he lives far on the east end, mm, mm. and he may not be considering Saturday traffic on the roads. He may not be, but you can do a little you thing think, like oh, you can weekend, check I Uber can get around the city even more. Yeah, that's but what you I could did. Just in the bathtub, Uber. I checked how that's long what it would be I for did Uber, too, dude. and then I cut my bath short. Also, yeah, I mean, I'm loving this studio. I did suggest. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. <laughs> um, uh, Evany's dad's house, which I think Mike thinks is farther from him, but it's closer. Right. But I don't think he. I don't think he realizes that. It's just a bit north. But oh my god! But here's the thing, Torontonians, eh? Don't you know? Don't you notice? You think, oh, it's the weekend. Traffic's not going to be as crazy. It's worse because everyone from the suburbs are driving through the city to go do stuff, go clubbing, clubbing, games, museums. Whatever's going on at the convention center. <laughs> I guess you should have your... Um, Everyone's driving in from the suburbs to go to a and in Toronto. <laughs> I guess you should have your cell phone out in case Mike's texting at the door. Gentlemen, I can't get in. 
Yeah. I mean, this is going to be a crazy, crazy thing to listen to, but I'm just hoping people enjoy the behind the scenes aspect of nothing yet. He hasn't texted yet. But when you get to the door, okay, here's something we can bet on. Mm. And Mike likes being the butt of the joke sometimes. He knows his personality is absolutely hilarious. We both love Mike. But when you get here, you do have to use a buzzer to call, and then someone comes down and lets you in. It's really high security in this building. Yeah. How how much do you want to bet that he will text us before discovering <laughs> the buzzer beside the door? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was I th- thinking that when I got here, that's, that's I the even kind of thing I do too. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty funny. I liked. I remember at one of our live shows, the door won't open. <laughs> <laughs> I remember at one of our live shows, you introduced Mike and I as your fussy particular friend and then your even more fussy and more particular friend. <laughs> and I feel like that is accurate. So I know I'm, I'm about halfway there, but, but what's yeah. my characteristic bubbly, dumb guy. <laughs> no, you're not dumb. I mean, you guys are, are, uh, you're not, here's the whip. thing. Mike and I, so are you, Mike and I are both fussy in particular. I, I personally would say, yeah, Mike's maybe next level. But you're just not at all. But we probably couldn't do a podcast with another freak like that. You're very easygoing. <laughs> you don't mind if we meet here, if we meet there, if we meet this time, if we meet that time, if we eat, if we don't. And I'm a bit more, and Mike is more than that. I would. We say. literally usually record during the week. Man, yeah, this is a real behind the scenes because mm. people don't know this. Mm. It's usually, to quote Mike, supper time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> So we usually get ourselves a supper, which is nice. But James and Mike uh, deciding if they should get supper or not <laughs> is all, like, well, almost a point of contention uh, every time. That's true. I mean, the truth is, it's a. Real, I, I don't. I have supper. no judgment that you that you know wanting to eat early. No judgment. It's just not what I typically want to eat, and I usually don't mind. But sometimes, if it's like two or three p.m. I don't want to, I'm, I'm just like doing stuff and I don't want to be organizing um, what we're going to order supper. on Uber Eats for dinner. Supper, sorry. But at the same time, uh, you know, Mike's been organizing the our Uber Eats lately. So I, I thought that was really nice of him because sometimes I, I just, it stresses me out to do it in the day. And here's a shout out to our unofficial sponsor because we usually get Flock in Toronto, which is mm. like pulled chicken and really delicious yeah. I mean they don't chicken recipes they don't give us any money at all so they don't give I don't us even any know money we, so we pay flock. them quite a bit come on listen to this yeah give us one out of three meals free or something um I hope when Mike is editing this at home later he's not gonna get mad at us I don't want Mike to be mad at me we love you Mike it is funny to yeah. think as we're talking every word we say he's gonna be there listening on his laptop at home Oh my Cutting God. stuff out and leaving stuff By in. Yeah. In an apartment that might not have much in it. <laughs> Almost like <laughs> Travis Bickle or something. <laughs> or the Joker before he became the Joker. Maybe we should say a few nice surpri- nice things about Mike. There's a little surprises for him when he edits it. Yeah. Um, Mike, look behind you. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you're very fit. People don't, listeners don't know. He's very fit. As hilariously particular Mike is, man, is he fit. He is. And uh, what else? Neat and friendly. Hila- the funniest guy ever. Oh, absolutely. You know, no one has his point of view. You know? <laughs> well, I don't know. 
don't know. Uh, I mean, we're a little thrown off so far today, but it's good. No, I, like I said, I, I think this. we're just being, you know. This is special to people who listen often. You know what? Sometimes when I do get comments, um, it is people telling me they love the behind the scenes uh, stuff. I also feel like on the Discord, the Patreon subscribers who go on there, like they're they're massive Mike, aka Mantis. Oh fans. yeah, oh they yeah, love Mantis. People love Mantis, and he doesn't know that because he doesn't check. He, that, I think that leads to his appeal. Mike doesn't go on the Discord. He doesn't really engage with yeah, our it's a listeners, way of negging, which makes them want and they more. go crazy yeah. for it. And and you know, if you, I think if you approach Mike at a comedy show, he'd be friendly, but. Maybe he's kind of doing his own thing. Maybe. Is that wrong? I mean, he's always friendly. I'll go on the Discord and go, are you guys, anyone reading this book? And mm. then I'll get a bunch of replies. Fuck off, bitch. <laughs> they say that to you. Yeah. I don't think that's true. No, it's not true. <laughs> but anyway, yes. I think Mike has a, a mysterious uh, allure, a mystique. People go, what is what, what is the deal with this man? Yeah. And then. I want to marry him, they say. Yeah. And then. Pretty much. They love him. People love him. I You should check it out. I was walking through uh, Toronto today. I saw a bunch of kids with Mike Mantis t-shirts, Mike uh, on yeah. the cover or on the front of it. Has Mike even seen any of the Mantis t-shirts around the city? I don't think he does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't think so. Oh, man. No text yet, eh? Uh, let me double check. Yeah, give it a check. God. <laughs> Still no text. Oh, no. Tim Gilbert, no, Tim texted, Gilbert texted you. Oh, is he nearby? Um, have him drop in. Am I talking more like official podcaster in this room? It makes me feel I a am bit more too. official. I, I do. I know it's it's a different vibe. It's more professional because usually, yeah. a lot of times we're on a couch, we're at um, the Bob Bazaar, uh, yeah. and we're just sort of chilling out. We just ate because it's six p.m. and we're kind of just chilling out. Here, it feels like you got you got to be done by six. It's four yeah. o'clock. We're doing two episodes today. Let's do this. The way we Mike's do it late. Was- oh well, we got to keep going. <laughs> That's where we're at. The way we do it uh, regularly literally feels like we're not making a podcast. And now it super feels like we're making a podcast. I know. Does that make sense? Yeah, it'll be interesting to listen back and be like, did we like the vibe? Or did we not like the vibe? I'm in a studio. (laughs) I'm very, but also it's the weekend too. So we're not like loopy from a long day. I know. It's like we've been chilling out at home. And are we going to feel comfortable in this professional studio in Liberty Village in Toronto talking about. Eating an ass or shitting or whatever it is we decide comes to mind. Like, that's an important uh, aspect to the show. Getting a boner in the 90s. <laughs> I know. I mean, it, it'll be really interesting. I, and I'm, I can't wait to, to hear from our beautiful listeners. Yes. Gorgeous listeners. I want to shout out um, Marcel from the Discord because he's been trying to fix that bonus episode we did with David Deneen Porter that we had audio issues Did we with. ever officially say what it was? So we used two splitters. We did. Was, we told we told yeah. everybody last week. So it wasn't even like my audio got ruined. It's that the splitter wasn't even working. It's the splitter people. It's the splitter. It's not Chris. Yeah. Um but the thanks thank you Marcel. Splitter was not picking up my mic. At all. So I don't know how you do that, Marcel. And Tim Gray. Tim Gray took a crack at it, too. So thank you to Tim Gray. Yeah. Check him out. Yeah. Mm. So, like, how would you do it? Would you hear me on DDP's mic because I was closest to him and then isolate that audio and try to punch it up? 
Because that's the only thing I can think of. I don't of, know what and they that's did, insane. I know. I know. If you tried to do but that. But if you get a tech whiz on something, you never know what'll happen. I'll take a tech whiz. Um Do you have any plans for tonight? It's Saturday. No, and I'm actually excited to just go home. And <clears throat> yesterday I was filming on Run the Burbs and then Nice. And then went to uh do a show at Tall Boys. Nice. Classic uh Shout out to Tall Boys. Yeah, great bar. They're awesome. To, Again, they don't comedians. pay us, but um, well, yeah, I, but they it, they put on lots of good comedy. You know, shows. so Mike last night good went to go hang out with you. Yeah, because get this world. I saw Mike, but I I went home early. Okay, because get this, I I was Ebony and I were invited to dinner at or just like have have some snacks, hang out at uh, Pat and Maggie's. Okay, yeah. who live near Mike? Who lives way out there? Yeah. So we go East over. End. That's why Mike's running. And away. I text Mike and I go, hey, I'm over here if you want to come by. Because Maggie said, oh, ask Mike if he wants to come by. He lives around the corner. Mike says, ah, okay. Don't hear from the rest of the night. I'm two minutes from his house. Lo and behold, that fucking guy went over to watch you. Well. I mean, what the hell? I think Mike is on that grind. He's on a grind. And so even though I went home after my set, Mike stuck around to watch the show. And Is that grinding, though, watching a show? Yeah, because then you're still mingling with other comics. Oh, okay. Out of sight, out of mind. Uh, true, true. Keep uh, keep it fresh in the optics. And all, no, Mike, I, I'm not actually bothered, but... This is the best episode for Mike to be laid on. And I can't believe to he's going to be listening to this alone in his room listen later. To us. We're obsessed. We are, man. I have freaking dreams about that guy. <laughs> um... But, uh, but yeah, I want to go home and maybe get Indian food. Dude, we had the same conversation. We might get Indian food tonight, too. Oh, yeah. And like you, I'm also excited. After we were do this recording, I'm going to go home. We're going to order Indian food, probably. We're going to watch maybe Poltergeist. I've never seen it. Classic. I'm excited, too. We're going to have really parallel evenings. Are you going to wear sweatpants? I'm not sure. I don't, what? I, yes. I'm calling yes, Kathleen. Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm talking to Kathleen. <laughs> James wants me to wear sweatpants tonight. <laughs> uh, oh. I'm trying to eat more vegetarian so I could like mellow out my t- stomach. Can I? Okay. We always talk about stomach. We stuff. do. And do you mind if I reveal this? Yeah. You were saying you were having some stomach issues. I've been there. I said you got to try Metamucil. Yeah. You haven't yet. And I honestly, to God. Yeah, yeah. I think you're mad that I haven't. Well, I am. Beep beep. Hey, everybody. It's Michael here. Editing the podcast, hearing what my friends uh, had to say in my absence when I was running late. Um, just wanted to say that I have been accused in, by my co-hosts this episode of being both a very fussy little princeling man and also a stone-cold psychopath in the vein of Travis Bickle. I would like to point out, though, that unlike my two co-hosts, I have no real toilet troubles. I don't need to travel around with a backpack full of Imodium and Metamucil and special wipes or maybe an extra pair of underwear, God forbid. So am I a particular, maybe fussy, maybe psychopath kind of guy? Who can say? But when it comes to going to the bathroom, unlike my two co-hosts, I'm untouchable. Beep, beep. And I thought about, I honestly almost texted your wife, Kathleen, and said, Kathleen, Chris has got to get Metamucil, because I was mad you weren't answering me I was like, when yeah, I was yeah. asking you mm-hmm. about it. But then, okay, okay, I'll, I'll tell you two truths about why I don't have Metamucil in my house okay. just yet. Okay. One is, I got that brand cereal that's like just sticks. 
Okay. <laughs> Good God. It's blue President's Choice Blue Menu makes it. Oh yeah. It's called like fucking brand sticks. <laughs> and I eat that with oat milk and genuinely notice a difference right away. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. No, it's not. I'm really cool, guys. Uh and then I did try Metamucil many years ago. Maybe okay. over ten years ago. Mm-hmm. And I felt like when my stool mm. came out okay <laughs> it almost felt and i'm going by the feelers on my anus i guess because i didn't feel it up right everyone has feelers on their anus <laughs> <laughs> like a sea anemone <laughs> <laughs> yeah and but it almost felt like it had a a jelly coating mm-hmm. is that true yeah to you? yeah absolutely what in the fuck is that because it's just uh, Poo it, with a jelly coating brought to you by Mid. But if you mix it in the glass, it's kind of, and you leave it, it turns into jelly. It's kind of jellyish. So it is a, uh, a gut scraping jelly. Well, it's just fiber. To my knowledge, it's not, you know, there's not like you're taking medication or anything. It's just uh, soluble fiber, and it kind of goes in your gut mm-hmm. and turns what's in there into a sort of jelly. And then you're able to pass, or it bulks up stuff if you're passing too much. It's it's really great. I, I I'm gonna call. But are some, you supposed to take it often or yeah, just man. in an emergency? Every day, I take it every day. Still? Yeah, I do. It helps. You are really thin. You don't look like you're full of shit. <laughs> I think it also has an added benefit of lowering cholesterol. That it's not why I'm I taking that. it, but I'm on dude, a cholesterol med. Metamucil every day. <laughs> it's not a medication. It's metamucil. <laughs> James really likes it. Should we get right into the... I think we have to. How long mm. have we done? 20 minutes? Yeah. yeah. I mean, God bless Mike, but I think we have to start. Well... God bless Mike. <laughs> before we get to... James is a Catholic boy from or- outside of Orangeville, Ontario, <laughs> yeah. and he says, God bless him all the I time. Do, I do. Isn't I do. I do. I can't shake it. I can't shake it. You've said it on the podcast <clears throat> a bunch, and I've never called it out until now. That's okay. Nothing from Mike on the text yet. Maybe I'm going to become a trad calf. Yeah, like well, the, the red scare ladies. I'll I'll just get really into Catholic culture and wait. Did they do that for real or are they being sarcastic? I don't know what they're doing. I don't understand the whole thing. I thought they were. It's like, like they're pretty... really left wing now. They're right wing. I don't know. I'm trying to be Michael uh, arrived uh, only forty five minutes late. Just before wow, the topic. Wow, Mike, you made it. Thanks for joining us. We're we're in it now. We're recording right now. So if you want, if you speak right into the. Mike, when you choose to. Mike, here's your mic. Yes. Guys, it's good to meet up with you uh, today. Mike, uh, what happened? What happened? Well, I thought that it would be faster to take an Uber to the big recording. Yes. For our big two-part episode. Yes. Uh, but I was wrong. Okay. I think you'll agree. Both yes. Of you, because uh, it took me nearly an hour <laughs> stuck in traffic yeah. on yeah. Lakeshore Boulevard. Mm. Uh, my heart rate getting increasingly faster <laughs> and my armpits getting increasingly sweatier. <laughs> with each moment we sat there not moving. Uh, well, don't stress. It's all good. Oh, okay. We taped There's the intro. lots of buried treasure and uh, for you to dig through in the edit. Good. Did you maybe bring up, did you talk about me at all? <laughs> No, we didn't even mention that you were late at all. But I did. But it was all in good fun. But we had we, we truthfully, Chris and I got here, and it feels a little weird. 
being in this room. So we, it was a very much a behind the scenes kind yeah, of intro because we're really both cool. just saying it feels weird. Mike's not here. Yeah. Where we like what's going on? We mentioned how we're even talking differently. Yeah. Right. We're talking like we're making a podcast we're all, now. We're all facing the same way, which yeah. is yeah. also very odd. Yeah. It, it they showed me if it helps atmosphere. you, Mike, unless you're happy that way, I turn the mic so it does this. If that's but I did say earlier, which you will hear in the edit, but a lot of people don't know or think Toronto, you think, oh, the weekend driving around is not gonna be as bad because it's the weekend. Yeah. But it's actually worse because all the suburbanites come in to use the Toronto A and Ws and stuff. <laughs> all these slobs clogging our streets. <laughs> Stay in Durham region. Stay in Mississauga. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? And we also talked about taking shits. We talked about taking shits. Oh, what's the latest? Well, I was talking about my crusade. James is, no, can I say yours? Sure. This is James. Metamusa all day, every day. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did have a thread where we were uh, talking about. Well, you two were spread, uh, exchanging. Yeah, tips, where were you? Toilet tips. Well, I I feel guilty. You've never I, had a problem in your life. I feel like I'm the best at pooing among the three of us. You, you are. are. You definitely. I mean, I know you. You're better than me. But here's the thing: <laughs> we were talking about how well, like how in good shape you are earlier. Yeah, that has to be connected. Well, they do say for every mm. twenty pounds you uh, lift. Uh, it makes it a little but, easier to take a dump. But Chris, Every there's a whole... Every 20 pounds you lift, 20 pounds comes out. There's a whole thing on TikTok of like, hot girl IBS. So I don't think it's oh, true. Oh, right. Yeah, Mike uh, Lots could, of fit people have bad have hot stomachs. hot girl IBS. Mike has hot know. guy... Regular. Good stomach. Hot guy yeah. regular. I'm hot guy. I mean, well, Mike has oatmeal every morning, right? No, two hard boiled eggs. <laughs> I know well, that from when Mike. Boiled eggs, but I, uh, I, I also thought to. there was some oatmeal. In, oh, sometimes you used I'll to, have oatmeal, but I usually use some toast with all natural peanut butter. Mmm. Okay, like it natural, get, eh? Let's move on. I think yeah. we need to get going. All right, all right. We've got um, two episodes. Yeah, and Mike doing this. Don't room. worry, because. This is the nice thing about having three hosts. But this is if the one is late, mixer. It's incredible. What's the big deal? We got the rundown. Beep, beep. <laughs> Before we get to this week's evil man, we should mention that we have a Patreon account. You can find it at patreon.com slash evilmen. If you sign up, you get two bonus episodes a month. Plus, you get to go on our Discord. And now that we've been filming them, I uploaded last week's the video of last week's episode up a couple days earlier gonna keep doing stuff like that too so it's never been a better time to join patreon.com slash evil men and if you are on the patreon thank you so much you rock with everything that's going on in the world these days why not subscribe to the evil men patreon <laughs> beep beep <laughs> Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Beep beep. <laughs> well, shall we get to the man? Yeah, who the heck am I allowed to speak because I'm late? Who the heck did of you course. pick, James? Well, Michael, I picked a man called Elon Musk. Never heard of him. Who is he? 
The guy with the protruding chest. Yes, the man with the most uh, bar- the most barrel-chested man in history. He's got chest. But it's a bit low. <laughs> the barrel is lower than it should be. He's got chest for days. <laughs> man. <laughs> Um, that's why we were doing a double episode because I thought there's a lot on this mofo. There's not. It's not about the size of your penis. It's about the size of your chest. That's what I think. <laughs> well, let's begin. Elon sure, sure. Musk, part one. Uh, so why don't I start with uh, Elon's grandfather? Yeah, we're going there. Did you know that Elon's grandfather was a Canadian? Oh, makes me proud. Uh, he was a Canadian who took his family's his family on journeys to Africa and Australia in a single-engine airplane. Uh, this grandfather was a member of the Social Credit Party of Canada, hmm. apparently possessed anti-Semitic beliefs, and supported the techno- technocracy movement, which was a movement in Canada and the U.S. in the 30s that wanted an oligarchy, and instead of electing politicians, we would put society in the hands of an elite group of engineers and technicians. Does that sound familiar? <laughs> and <say>. comedians? <laughs> Not comedians. Oh, crap. So we had an anti-Semitic uh, pilot grandfather. That's interesting. <laughs> oh, and I just forgot to mention something. I apologize. Um, I got help on research from uh, Leah, who is a uh, librarian in Wisconsin, and she offered help, and she gave me amazing research. So I just want to shout out Leah. Thank you, Leah. Nice. Thank you. Thank you, Leah. Back to Elon Musk. So yes, his dad, his grandfather's so kind of weird Canadian guy. Uh, his mother, who I know might be a bit, maybe the apple of Michael's eye, he likes uh, Elon's mom, May. She was a model and dietitian <laughs> born in Saskatchewan and raised in South Africa. <laughs> wow. My mother has a real bee in her bonnet about Mae Musk. Oh, you've said that. Every time she sees her, she's like, well, I would look that good, too, if I if my sons were billionaires. <laughs> oh, it's my kind God. Of a, Does that make you guys feel bad? Yeah. Like, it's kind of a dig at you. Yeah. <laughs> well, if my son wasn't a comedian, maybe I'd be Mae like, Musk. Maybe, maybe I would have a nice dress. <laughs> maybe if my son had the hugest chest in the world, I would look like Mae Musk. <laughs> <laughs> That's. I'm sorry you guys have to go through that. That's okay. I don't know if any of the listeners who listen to Evil Men know this yet, but Mike has two brothers. So so his mom has three sons. None of them billionaires. It's true. Mm. So uh, you got Mae Musk there in South Africa looking beautiful. She's. Uh, I, I bet she was a, a Saskatchewan Rough Riders fan. Yeah. Yeah. You got to think. Maybe um, even she read Who Has Seen the Wind by W.O. Mitchell. Or is that, is he from Manitoba? I don't know what the difference is. <laughs> so, um, Elon is born in Pretoria, South Africa in 1971. It's a beansing BBB. It's what? <laughs> <laughs> That's what the South African doctor said. Does your oh. dog bite? <laughs> <laughs> so... There are conflicting stories of how wealthy Elon was growing up. Some say that Elon's dad, Errol, owned an emerald mine in Zambia. In 2014, Elon himself said to Forbes, quote, This is going to sound slightly crazy, but my father also hid a share in an emerald mine in Zambia. So there's this idea out there that Elon's first business was funded by blood gems, basically. Yeah. However, oh, go ahead, Chris. Did Elon's grandfather and father have 
despicably wretched, creepy grins on on their face all the time. I know his dad was really bad, which you'll hear about. So yeah. he may have. This is great that it's a two parter. It's an epic history. Epic. Um, <laughs> epic rap battles of history. Uh, so that interview where Elon acknowledged that his dad had an emerald mind was taken down by Forbes. So yeah. I don't know if that. I don't know how that happened or what, what that I reflects. How, I wonder how that happened. That <laughs> something happened that he, someone forced them to take it down, or maybe I yeah. uh, can't um, find that hard re- work to research article I wrote anymore. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Just now Elon it. says it's almost like that information would pop the the myth, the mythical balloon of the self-made billionaire. Michael, you couldn't be more right. <laughs> So Elon now says, no, my dad didn't own an emerald mine. Elon tweeted, I will pay a million Dogecoin, which, wow, that's really good. That will be part two. Yeah, so $5. But I will pay a million Dogecoin for proof of this mine's existence. (laughs) The fake emerald mine thing is so annoying, sigh, he says. Sigh. (laughs) (laughs) Look at this. Elon's dad himself, who is now estranged from Elon, says that- Why, uh well, they fell out. But he says he says that emerald mine did exist. He said, quote, Elon saw the emeralds at our house. He knew I was selling them. Uh, he basically flat out said he paid for Elon to get to the U.S. with emerald mine money. Right. So there goes all his emerald mine money. Yeah. A ship taking his son to the U.S. That costs a fortune. Exactly. But well, a lot of sons deny that – who don't get along with their dads later than deny their father owned an emerald mine because it, you know, because it brings up too many painful memories. So My dad did try to start an emerald mine in our backyard, but he didn't get too far and he just found a bunch of dog bones. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear. Yeah. Um, so, Mike, I think you're exactly right. Elon is, doesn't like this perception that maybe he was – had an easy ride to get to where he is. Yeah. Um, speaking of Elon's dad, like I said, he's a bit of a nasty biatch. Um, <laughs> Elon, so, so you know, uh, Elon has told the Wall Street journal, journal that the biggest risk to civilization is the rapidly declining birth rate. Well, he might have gotten that point of view from his dad, who told the son in England, quote, the only thing we are on earth for is to reproduce. Mm. Errol has seven children, but he also admitted it's quite conceivable he fathered many more because he was going out with different women every night in the 1980s. Hey, sounds like Chris Locke in the 2010s. Hey, how's it going, babe? What's your name again? Yeah, I'm going to take that advice. I'm going to undo my vasectomy and start making more babies. Yeah, you only have two. I mean, that sucks. Do, do you not realize the declining birth rate might lead to the collapse of our civilization? I what are you did thinking? Think about it once while I was sitting at a dock in uh, at a cottage. <laughs> can you can you get the vasectomy reversed? Yeah, really? What yeah, do they do. It's just weird. It's like you have to be erect, and then the doctor has to put. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't. It's just not like. You know those little tiny black binder clips you get at Grand and Toy? Yeah. They just have to open up your scrotum and take those off of your tubes. <laughs> uh, Anyone listening remember Grand and Toy? I don't know what it is now. Uh, Staples, yeah. I guess. Staples. Mike, do you think you'd ever get a vasectomy? 
Um, yeah, I might do it for Christmas. I might uh, treat myself. Oh, 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 show me your dick. <laughs> if I, if I, Santa brought me a vasectomy. <laughs> if I had a kid and I felt confident I wouldn't want another or I chose to never have a kid, I guess I'd get it done. You know what I do? It's I, the best sex you've ever had in your life With when you're not scared of that issue. Oh, right. Because you could just go, well, I'm not worried about wherever this goes. Let's just say for about the last five years, I've been re- having a really great time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'd like to time my vasectomy for the exact moment that my son or daughter emerges from the womb of the mother so that right as the head comes out, they give me a vasectomy. I think that would be amazing to time it perfectly. As soon as your one baby is being born. You're in the bed next to your wife. Yeah. And as Both one of your legs are wide open. <laughs> yeah, as the baby comes out. There. Okay, Two doctors, got- one delivered the baby, one giving the vasectomy, both laughing their asses off. He's got ten toes and ten fingers. Cut them, boys. And then they, <laughs> they know the baby's okay. They give you a snip. Hold my hand, darling. <laughs> Um, okay, There's so... There's something wrong with the baby. Should we still do the vasectomy? Go forward with the vasectomy. <laughs> the baby's fine. We're doing the vasectomy. Um, here's a dark thing. Uh, Elon's dad also fathered two children with his stepdaughter. So... Oh, boo. very Woody Allen-y. Boo. Yes. Um, now, I guess to Elon's credit... I don't watch Elon's dad's movies anymore either. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I guess to Elon's credit, he did tell Rolling Stone, quote, my father was such a terrible human being. You have no idea. Almost every crime you can possibly think of, he has done. While while tears were reportedly streaming down his face. Every crime? (laughs) Yeah. Downloading movies. Bestiality. (laughs) Genocide. (laughs) He he literally says, again, almost every evil thing you could possibly think of, he has done. Okay. If you uh, are a European who owns a mine in Africa somewhere, or Zambia, are you kind of participating in a genocide type of behavior? I'd say yeah. There's an us and them thing happening. Probably, yeah. (laughs) With terrible conditions. Mm. Oh, yeah. Well, back to Elon's life. Um, So his parents divorced, and he did become estranged from his dad. Daddy. May Musk said that her son was shy and awkward at school and didn't have many friends. Is she hot for real? Yeah. Elon's mom? I don't know. She was a like a Vogue model or like on the cover of uh you never seen May Musk? She's still models. I can't remember, I probably have, but that's why that's how where Elon got his looks from, eh? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, his mm-hmm. amazing looks. Yeah. AI face, I call it. <laughs> it her. is well, there's a picture of May Musk. I mean, people at home not gonna see it, but um you can Google with, along with us if you want to. Chris is just peeking at Mike's phone and She's beautiful. Okay. Um, that would drive my mother crazy as well. So Elon was often bullied in school. In one incident, Elon was se- Elon was severely beaten after calling a boy whose father had committed suicide stupid. So <laughs> <laughs> edge lord behavior at if a young age. Yeah. If you're st- actually, I think he called the father who committed suicide stupid or something like that. Oh my right. god! It's stupid. Your dad committed suicide. He's stupid. Yeah, he did stupid. 
Yeah. And then he was beaten nearly to death. And then didn't his, didn't this happen when his parents were still together? Because Elon Musk has told an anecdote like, my father told me that um, that what that kid did was right or something. Like his hmm. father was like, well, you deserve it. Interesting. I mean, his dad's kind of right. You can't. <laughs> Buying Twitter and <clears throat> and then changing it to a shitty website called X and then losing millions and millions of dollars seems like something um like it just <clears throat> you could, you could just tell he was brutally bullied just from that whole business oh, move. Absolutely, his entire persona it was crazy. And like you were alluding to, if you if you see pictures of him from like twenty years ago, he's you know I mean he's just I, I don't like making fun of people's looks. He's just a regular yeah. looking dude, but he's clearly done a lot of work on his face to yeah. look different. You know? And hair. And hair. Yeah. He looks amazing now. <laughs> At the age of... He got chest implants. Yes. Yes. Well, it's about... We accept women getting breast implants. Maybe we should accept men doing it, too. If Absolutely. anyone's w- kind of wondering what we're referring to, there's one picture of him sideways in a wet bathing suit. Yeah, it came out a like a year dock. or two ago. Mm-hmm. And we just laugh because... Yeah, we don't want to make fun of anybody's looks, too, but this is Elon, all right? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, his chest seems to weirdly be it's like a he's foot a... farther away. <laughs> Did you ever play, a, like... A foot more out than regular chest. Nintendo 64 or PlayStation 1? It's like his body is a polygon yeah. from, like, GoldenEye. It's and he's, odd. He's yeah. like a new shade of white. Like, he's yeah, so pale. He's bringing a new... Uh, whole new shade. Yeah, he's yeah. bringing not sexy back. <laughs> Thank you. So Elon is 10, and he developed an interest in computing and video games. Oh. Yeah, so did I. At the age of 12, Elon sold a game he made called Blastar to PC and Office Technology Magazine for $500. That's dope. Is it about blasting semen into onto an egg and then reproducing as much as possible? <laughs> Blastar! I don't know. And that's what he says when he does it? <laughs> Blasty. <laughs> So, how about this? You know, I always look for little Canadian details because we're we're Canadian as three. At the hundredth meridian, um, and around high school age, Elon applied for a Canadian passport. Oh, oh. that would have been cool if he lived here. But yeah. the, well, he did. But you know what pisses oh. me the frig off? He, I don't think he really that much wanted to live in Canada. He wasn't interested in the Rocky yeah, he went Mountains. To like Queens or something, right? Well, yes, but he basically got a. Pa- <laughs> I know I'm ruining it. He basically got a passport. <laughs> To make it easier to eventually get to the U.S. Screw you, Elon. Stay here, Elon. Yeah. Stay stuck in Canada like us. (laughs) (laughs) So Musk arrived in Canada in June of 89, and he lived with his second cousin in Saskatchewan for a year. Hey, I must have missed that season of Corner Gas. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, A year later, or 1990 anyway, he... um, he started attending Queen's University in Kingston, Ontario. Oh. Home of the Tragically Hip. Wow, that university's produced just amazing person after amazing person. <laughs> Who else went there? All sorts of people. Well, what are you saying? <laughs> I mean, is there another reference? Um, okay. Two years. Uh, after two years at Queen's in Kingston, uh, he transferred to the University of Pennsylvania. Ah. And uh, apparently Elon used to host large house parties to help pay his tuition. That's cool. Those must have been so fun and also crazy. (laughs) Um, In 1994, Elon got a couple internships at Silicon Valley Mm. and thus began his career. Well, he's a 
he's a hard worker, I guess. He definitely is. And I thought at this point I should, because you might wonder, how did Elon go from, you know, maybe he has some family wealth, but I don't think, it, even in a best case scenario, I don't know if it was crazy. But it was, his father owned it. Like shares in an emerald mine, it's been established, though, right? Well, no, not a hundred percent. And it and but he and the, said it to Forbes. <laughs> it's true. And the like, well, his father described gone. the money he made from the mine. It, I don't know that it was like I don't think they were billionaires or hundred millionaires or something. He might have had some money, but not like right, not like what he had. Um, not, nothing like a extremely rich person, as far as I can tell. But anyway, so in 1995. Musk, his brother Kimball, and another guy. <laughs> Kimball's the one who wears the cowboy hat. Oh, I've never seen him. <laughs> that sounds cool. like Randy Ford. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Um, There's always a cowboy hat brother. Absolutely. I have a brother-in-law who wears a cowboy hat. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was at the wedding. That's right. Yeah. So I do you, he was you guys? Security. Have... <laughs> Shout out, Mike. Um, do you guys have any brothers or brothers-in-law who wear a cowboy hat? <laughs> um, I, Terrence, I, I, I can think... see Terrence rocking one. Sometimes, I mean, for fun, uh, probably on Halloween, maybe he would wear one. Sure, but we, I think we own. I think he has one somewhere at home. Anyway, okay, because we, we grew up in Alberta a bit, where people genuinely, without irony, wore cowboy hats around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have listeners in Austin. Yeah, you think you think these guys in Austin, they know all about that. Um, shout out to cowboy hats. So this company Elon made with his brother and another guy it was called Zip Two. And uh, it was basically an internet city guide with maps, directions, and yellow pages, and it was marketed toward newspapers. So Elon's dad provided them with $28,000 in funding for this, which is kind of crazy because to start this podcast, we got $28,000 from uh, Mike's aunt and uncle uh, from Quebec. In the, right? Yeah, we just had to spend the night in their old haunted house. Yeah. And then we got the money... The, yeah, yeah the one who had the bumper sticker about if the band's, oh, the band's rocking. Don't bother. Yeah, <laughs> Auntie Anne and Uncle John. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Auntie Anne who looked like Roy Orbison and my Uncle John oh, yeah. who was French Canadian and had like 16 heart attacks. Right. Yeah. They gave us $30,000 yeah. also. I got 16 heart attacks. Um, so Elon and his brother and this other guy worked at a small office in Palo Alto and Musk was coding the website every night. It was successful. They got a contract with the New York Times and in 1999, the company was bought for 300 million, and uh, Musk got 22 million for his percentage. Pretty good. Uh, later that year, Musk founded X.com with some of that money. X, ring X. a bell. He X. loves that letter. Um, so this was like an online financial services and email payment company. Uh, that company merged with an online bank that had a money transfer service called PayPal. Hmm. The board uh, ousted Musk as CEO because he didn't have a cohesive business model, <laughs> and they replaced him with Peter Thiel or Teal. Peter Thiel, yeah, who could easily be a subject. Mm-hmm. He is a, I think, a dirtbag. Um, allegedly, allegedly. So under Thiel, this company focused on the money transfer aspect, mm. and it was renamed PayPal in two thousand and one. Um, one year later. PayPal was acquired by eBay for $1.5 billion in stock, of which Musk received $175 million. So, I mean, he's getting rich pretty fast. I guess he was definitely a right time, right place, right time kind of guy, mm-hmm. getting in at the boom of all this stuff and just getting paid at insane amounts of money after a couple of years. But he is computer 
uh, nerd, <laughs> yes. but maybe bad, no business acumen. Elon? Yeah. Well, I think he does have you, something. We can't you say. were a fan of his for quite a while. I was never a fan. Yeah, big but fan. I, you know what? You loved him for a oh, very long here we time. Go. I definitely <laughs> didn't. But when I'm doing the research, I'm not going to lie. No comment. <laughs> Please. But I'm not going to lie. You up for him all the time. Every time he said, this guy's doing this bad thing again. No. You know what happened? It's when, because James likes space. That's true. But when... At the when he offered help and driverless I, cars, I do well. Not if they're going to kill everybody, right? They keep running over kids, right? Ah, we'll get to it. We'll okay, get to we'll it. Go, go, go. But my point is, I'm not going to. I'm not going to lie. We can't. Even if I don't like him, I'm not going to lie. Like you're yeah. not. A, you're probably not doing these things if you're an idiot. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he got fired for having no yes. organized business plan. That's that's just what I'm. But he, do. yeah. But I guess you're probably good at business if you're constantly flipping. You know, getting ten million and turning it into a hundred million, and getting a hundred million and turning it into a billion. You're, you're probably me, yeah. not stupid. You're better than me. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. But he was not working for PayPal anymore. No, he was. I think he just but wasn't he the wasn't CEO. Because he'd been, he but he was been, he he wasn't let go. The, like, yeah, he got the payout from eBay buying them. That's not his business maneuver, though. Do you see what I'm saying? I do, but I think he was. Part of the like, like creation of the company exactly. that led it to be bought for, but he's uh, involved in the creation from the technical side because it's his idea. I see what you mean. So, I mean, maybe you know this and I missed it, but no, no. just because he was outed as CEO, I don't know that he wasn't still involved in a business way. Eh, I'm just trying to guess. <laughs> I don't know shit. Okay, but I get I just, what you're saying. I just think what he did with. Twitter, which we'll get to way later. A hundred percent, idiot, idiocy, like a driverless car. I'm just trying to be objective. <laughs> like Twitter was a driver. Like once he took over Twitter, it was like a driverless social media app. Yeah, like insane. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, next step in his career. Okay, but uh, he's probably better at business than me. I mean, he probably doesn't. You did say the other day, should me. I pay off my visa bill? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. Well, no, I'm just teasing you. Yeah. No, but I mean... I don't want us to get into it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. Next thing. SpaceX. This is James's favorite. And this is why he'll always... Uh, he'll die for Elon Musk. <laughs> right. <laughs> Musk has, was long convinced that for life to survive, humanity has to become a multi-planet species. <laughs> so... And you know what? <laughs> I think that. But I don't I mean, have any money. Well, wait help. till this Patreon really takes off. Yeah, good call. See, there's your business acumen. Absolutely. So with $100 million of his own money, uh, Musk founded SpaceX in 2002 with the goal of making affordable rockets. Subscribe to the Evil Man Patreon. Then we can also help humans get to other planets. That's right. And you know what? I can't fault Musk for wanting to make affordable rockets like if you the price of rockets is insane these days, mm. thanks to inflation. Like, yeah. thank you, Mr. Trudeau. Yeah, it's not a fantastic idea to grow up imagining that this planet Earth doesn't have much longer for human sustaining humans. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think to be honest, it's 
interesting and understandable that he was excited by that idea and used money to follow through in some sort of making some sort of sci-fi fantasy half reality as far as we know right now. I think if you look at 2023 him, it feels revolting what he spends his yeah. immense wealth on. But yeah. as someone with like a billion dollars being like, I have some uh, weird like aspiration that I don't I really have a problem with it at this point. Yeah, like when his bio came out, it was really popular. It was like all the staff picks at uh, Indigo for a while in chapters. <laughs> picks. Where he has his hands like folded in a temple and he's like thinking of something magnificent. Yeah. <laughs> for the most part, he was still really thought of as like, yeah, this insane science genius who had these grand visions. Yeah. Even though some of them were laughable, like trips to Mars. And What if I could take my shit off on Mars? Yeah, but it is true. It's weird. It's like retroactively now looking back, it's hard to well, he has so much remember ins- that. He has so much power and wealth now, and he's revealed himself to be such an idiot. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I don't have a problem at this point, r- really. He's just a weird yeah, ultra-capitalist uh, guy. So he actually traveled to Russia to try to buy some intercontinent- intercontinental ballistic missiles. <laughs> Just crazy but to he, ride to Mars, <laughs> but he did. It didn't pan out, so he made his own rockets. In the first few years, the company went almost went bankrupt, and a lot went wrong with the rockets. But but that doesn't mean he's not good at business. That's true. Well, do you think it does? <laughs> no, I'm just I'm trying to learn. Okay. Eventually, they got a rocket into orbit in 2008, and this coincided with NASA deciding to make less of their own stuff and use the private sector more for their NASA missions. So NASA paid him $1.6 billion to use the rocket he made for 12 flights going to the space station. Um, Now, obviously there's a major financial success there, but not all has been rosy with SpaceX. Oh, do tell. In April of 2023, (laughs) SpaceX's Starship, the most powerful rocket ever built, exploded midair before stage separation. While the explosion occurred about four minutes after liftoff, the company still considered the launch a successful failure because the rocket got off the ground. Musk tweeted, Congrats at SpaceX team on an exciting test launch of Starship. Learned a lot for the next one in a few months. And there were no reports of injuries or property damage because of the failure, but... There could have been. So it's sort of crazy to be like, woo, we did it. And like, yeah. you know. What year was it that he launched his, his own Tesla into space with the yeah. dump, the mannequin yeah. called Starman? And then like, it's still floating around the yeah. universe right <laughs> just now. like junk. Was it just like an ad for, for Tesla, basically? Yeah, I forgot to write that down, but I came across it. Yeah, no, he was just trying out a rocket and thought it would be like epic to send a Tesla with like a crash test dummy into space. <laughs> Let me um, put it this way, the point I was trying to make earlier. Mm. I wish you had these billions of dollars, James. Thanks. You have the same sci-fi vision, but you don't seem as much a goddamn idiot? idiot. Here, I like that. And That's what I'll, I'm I'll to explain say. to you I'll explain to you the, <laughs> I like the, that too. the structure. And then also give me a billion dollars. Well, yeah. The structure of how I've done this is I I'm giving his business successes. To explain how he went from like, even if it's a lot of money to us, a, a relatively small amount of money to a massive amount. So it's like you can't right. deny the business successes regardless of – but yeah. 
in addition to that, there's an incredible amount of idiocy and stupid things, and he's a dink. Yeah. But I'm just telling you the business successes because I feel like it's part of why he's so famous. Yeah. Let's go. I'll tell you Tesla. His other most well-known business venture. Um, started it up in 2004 as a major funder. Started slow. By 2020, it became the most valuable car maker in the world. 2021, it reached a market capitalization of a trillion dollars, the sixth company in U.S. history to do so. In 21, he sold 10% of Tesla for $16 billion. Um, like SpaceX, there have been a lot of te- issues with Tesla, though. <laughs> for years, Musk has said that self-driving cars are about a year away. Mm. And Tesla vehicles do now have some self-driving ability, but apparently there have been hundreds of crashes involving Tesla self-driving and dozens of deaths. Um, a leading lawyer in one of the several ongoing lawsuits against Tesla said... Quote, Tesla is marketing and trying to sell you a product that doesn't exist. At no point during the marketing and sale of these vehicles was Tesla even remotely close to having a vehicle that was going going to be fully self-driving. And that's true today. And they also, aside from that, aside from the computer just driving into a into a, a wall and killing the person inside, don't they just like spontaneously burst into flames like yeah. the batteries? Or yeah. I was just I saw an article that this summer because the Tesla, everything runs if the only if the computer is working, right. including the doors. Wow. So like mankind solved the problem of the door with the doorknob thousands of years ago, right? And the Tesla, <laughs> you can't open or close it unless it, the, it's, the power is on. And there was a story of like a 73-year-old man in Arizona during a heat wave trapped inside his Tesla who couldn't get out because the, the battery had died. Oh, my God. So the computer system wasn't working. And he had to, like, I think look at the manual or something, and there was, like, hidden under the window, there was some sort of, like, uh, latch that where you could press to open the door, but it's just not, like, oh, op- open the door mechanically. No, it's, it's well, it's like when we went to that <laughs> cottage a couple years ago, yes. and we, we didn't realize, but it was, like, a smart cottage. Yeah. You couldn't turn on the light without an iPad. Mm-hmm. And I don't mind, like, gadgets is, are, can be fun, but you're like, this is so stupid. We can't go to bed. We can't turn off the light because yeah, we can't find the in. iPad. <laughs> if a murderer breaks in, we have to be like, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> but you know what? <clears throat> I also find funny about these super... And the and the Tesla truck thing or whatever. Oh yeah, cyber truck. Cyber truck and like <laughs> and the Teslas are like these super like yeah, cyber futuristic cars. They're still running on big rubber tires. To me that's so funny because like to have a future car it should be like floating or flying it. <clears throat> like that's how they act like they are. Yeah. But they're still a vehicle on big, heavy rubber tires. Yeah. Does that make sense? Do you get the humor you, you in that? You look at rubber as old tech. <clears throat> Very old tech. <laughs> you know what's crazy, though? I did have an Uber driver who was driving a Tesla, and he was telling me that I, I didn't think they could do this. And it feels insane. But he said, like, if he goes to the mall, he, he'll stop, like, at the at the door of the mall, get out, and I, I think he you know, presses a button where the car will go park itself. And then when he gets out of the mall, he presses a button and the car pulls out Explodes. of its parking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I well, they can self-park and then meet you like a Apparently, dog. Apparently, but wow, it seemed cool. – yeah, I don't know. It seems I know crazy a Tesla owner. My neighbors have two, actually. Whoa. And I, I heard that apparently like if you get into a big barroom fight in a saloon <laughs> – 
And then you have to escape to the second <laughs> story of the saloon. Yeah. And you run to a window and you're trapped. Uh, your enemies who you're fighting are right behind you and they think they've got you cornered. Oh, God. If you whistle with your index and your pinky, the Tesla shows up below the window and you can jump onto it and ride away like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chris, weren't you saying that... Um, remember, like, uh, you know, you were... Back when you were single, you were getting with all these housewives. Yeah. And like when their husbands would come home, you'd often like get your Tesla to stand outside the window. And, yeah. 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 It was a way to Those escape. were the great old, old days of me being with housewives all the time. <laughs> there were so many times where I was in the middle of having, you know, passion with the woman. Yeah. Having passion. Having passion. <laughs> and then we would knock over a pile or two of just folded laundry. I always remember that knocking laundry over yeah. while make, making passion with these ladies. That's man, you got to write a book. <laughs> is Tesla? They it is has an insane value, whatever on the stock market, yeah. or it did because but, it, it felt like it, there was a point where, like, sorry to interrupt you, but I felt like it was very trendy among progressive people and like people, you know. If you went to L.A., you'd feel like every sort of rich studio guy had a Tesla. Like it was right. a status symbol for, I think, prog- it feels like to me, progressive people to a point. Right. And then the complete flip. And is it one of those things? A lot like- of people flipped during Trump. It was during Trump. Remember we mm-hmm. noticed that? Mm-hmm. And during his relationship with Grimes getting rocky. Mm-hmm. So it's like but- a man scorned. Oh, yeah. But can I say, is Tesla one of those things like Uber or uh, any m- most like big app startups that it has still yet to like turn a profit and still like running on the projections of what it mm. might do one day mm-hmm. where it's like, I don't know. And I feel like he must have benefited from this from all his businesses where it's like, that's why I said like right place, right time. Mm-hmm. Like, no, no, you were right. I was just trying to be funny before <laughs> he's really good at business. I'm sorry I said that. I was just trying to find but a what joke I thread. just what I just said was saying that he's also no, but now you can earlier you convinced me so now I'm okay. sticking up for his business acumen. Okay, well, I was just great to be contribution. Fu- <laughs> I was trying to be funny before I f- thought I found a thread, but maybe he is really good at business. He's good at getting it's not a lots fluke. of money from I, I the government. I don't know. I, I don't know. But that I mean, twelve point eight billion from NASA was not a fluke. <laughs> what do you want to? I mean, NASA, he, NASA. <laughs> Um, Wait, can I say something? I was literally <laughs> just trying to be funny before. I don't fucking know okay. any about this shit. Mm. Um, but also, mm. like, what in sort of the same league as what Mike is saying, mm. has he he never mentions going to Mars anymore, does he? Or terraforming he, it or anything like that? I think like he that? does. I think does he? he does. Oh, okay, but okay. it's like similar to the Tesla thing where he says, oh, self-driving cars are a year away. He's said for years, like, oh, in 2020, yeah. we'll have a person on Mars and 2025. And like, it does feel yeah. like another ambitious thing that probably won't. It I don't think he's going like to do. we're on Mars in 2023, <sighs> but we're not. <laughs> Such it was the point. hottest world uh, record uh, temperatures this year. <sighs> yeah. Mars coming soon to Earth. Uh, Chris, I mean, you're completely right. <laughs> I mean, what can I add? Um, well, maybe we should wrap up episode one. This is really exciting. A wild episode. I hope it's fun to listen to. 
So let's wrap up episode one. The road even tells you, look, it's got the timer there and everything. I know. This fucking machine so is So Evilometer, you stay where you are. You're not coming out just yet. No, stay. And oh, he just burst into flames. Oh, <laughs> no. Well, while we're trying to repair the Evilometer. Oh, it stinks. <laughs> built by Tesla. Uh, let's take a break. A week-long break. And we'll be back next Thursday at midnight. Evil men will be right back. Stick around. <laughs> this podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.